You're listening to The People's Wrestling Podcast with your host, Ali Bunker. Hello and welcome to another episode of The People's Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ali Bunker, and I'm joined this week in person and over the phone by my two esteemed co-hosts. Aiden Bunker first up. Aiden, how are you? Yeah. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. Since we last spoke, you have had a birthday. I did do one of those. You did a birthday. Well done. Congratulations on the birthday. Thanks. You're now, what, 36? I feel like I'm getting there sometimes. <laughs> well, I literally am getting there. Well, yeah, you are. It's the, the laws of the world. Um, but, yeah, you're about 12 now. And um, how are you getting on? About twelve. Yep. Literally double that. Literally double. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. The big two-four. Almost a quarter of a century old. In my opinion, I've reached my mid-twenties. Um, That's about right. Yes. But people disagree. Well, you're like 25, 20, 24, 25, 26 is mid. Twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine is late. That's exactly what I say. Um, One either side of the middle is fine. Yeah. So yeah, I'm officially ending my mid twenties, and it's not been amazing so far. It's not been <laughs> bad by any stretch. You make it sound like something terrible's happened. I mean, I woke up on Saturday the following day, my neck hurt. There you go. It's the start. Um, it's the slippery oh, slope. There we go. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. Um, I was sitting in the car on the way to Walton Towers on the Saturday. Um, a car journey killed my back. <laughs> Fucking hell. It fixed itself like relatively quickly after, but. Yeah, it was, I was all over the place on Saturday and I was like right if this is what 24 is like I don't want it but you've got it and you can't get rid of it I can well you, you should take myself out but. you shouldn't do that uh, Matt someone who's not 24 like myself how are you oh, doing I thought mate? you were say speaking of old <laughs> how are you doing speaking of chronic yeah, back issues yeah you're alright too you mean you're kind of in, encroaching on Aiden's gimmick there oh sorry um Fucking amazing. No, well, no. Done. Uh, oh, well, that's just. Why not? Why aren't you fucking amazing? I don't know. We should all be fucking amazing. Because I'm 33. Are you fucking amazing? Yes. Oh, Alright, show off. I got a new patio. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> 31. <laughs> I got a new patio. I got a new patio. It's now not a stupid shape and size. It's now like a decent size. So I can get my table and chairs like fully on it and sit around it without the fear of falling down into the little gap by that down the side. you us around for a barbecue? I will do eventually. Yeah, I've got a new barbecue. You've got a new patio. I know. I can have Got a new barbecue. Got a new patio. Got tables and chairs. A uh, new space outside the front as well. Yeah, well, it's the same space. Ali's trimmed his bush. <laughs> I got oh, rid of I got rid of my book. Completely, yeah. He's Brazilian. It. I've uh, I've put slate down there. You, know that you, really, you can't really innuendo that, can you? Frankie's dad put it there as well. That's true. I was at, I was at work earning the money. Um, the bread. Yes. Well, that's enough about my home home improvements projects. Um, Tim Allen. <laughs> Tim Allen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking love home improvement, man. Uh, I feel like that should make its way onto Comedy Central or something. I feel like it, sh- it already did, and like then it's it went. very forgotten. It was on ABC. Was it on ABC? Mid 2000s. Mm. I used to watch the shit out of ABC. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. That, uh, Rule 
rules of engagement. Rules of engagement? I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. What a program. Yeah. What was that? The um Basically it was about me. Wasn't it was that, that the one That dude is so like me. That family and the, the daughter was Kaylee Quacko. I thought that was eight simple rules for oh, dating my daughter, yeah. yeah. I remember watching Rules of Engagement, but I got confused because there was rules. rules in Too many rules. Right, what the fuck is Rules of Engagement? Oh, Matt, Matt remembers. American sitcom. 2007 yeah, to 2013. It's about like one couple that are already married. Oh, yeah, and they played in it. Ooh! This guy. You know oh, from Thingy. Eight Simple Rules. <laughs> yeah, that might be why I was getting confused. <laughs> I've never seen that. Never seen it's it good. in my life. Um, and one of the women is fit. They had the, um, the guy who plays Joe's voice in Family Guy. Ah, uh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. It's not coming flooding back. Not it's for me. It's actually a bit later than what I, um, what I was picturing at the time of ABC. Okay, not for me, though. Not for me. I think mean, when I was young... Home Improvement was on the Disney Channel. How shit's yes, that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the perfect reaction to that comment. Uh, right. Speaking of reactions, someone has got a reaction from the WWE Universe and the whole wrestling world is the announcement this week that... That's so weird. Vince is fucking up NXT. Well, the announcement that NXT is officially moving to TV on the USA Network. On Wednesdays from the, I think it was the 18th of September. Is that what they said? Yeah. 18th of September. Going head NXT to head. will be on uh, USA Network for two hours every week. Two hours live. Two whole hours live every week for NXT. What's everybody's response to this? Now, I think a lot of people are jumping to conclusions and saying that Vince mean, that means Vince is going to get involved, get his dirty mitts on it, and it's going to be shit. A lot of other people are saying, well, it's because of AEW and it's comp- they see them as competition. They must do, otherwise they wouldn't do this. What do we think? I am not so bothered about the whole Vince thing. I personally think that Vince will take much more of a backseat role for this. Use this as Triple H's test for TV and like audience numbers. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't think... Tri- Vince will be as heavily involved as he is for on SmackDown. My problem is, what the fuck's going on in over here? How are we going to watch it? Is it? Is I can't imagine it's going to be on Sky because they're moving to BT imminently. Is it going to be moved to BT? Is it, com- is it coming off? I'm assuming it's coming off the network completely, which kind of devalues the network because NXT is probably one of the best things about the network. Yeah, that's true. Um, they Definitely, gonna, they should be making it cheaper if the they're removing content from it. Like, NXT will be available on the network four weeks after it aired, but who cares? Who does that anyway? Yeah, who's going to watch that? Um, I'm I'm concerned because I fucking love NXT and I want to watch it. Well, there's always other ways. I know there's website and all that kind of stuff, but I just like having it on TV. You can get it on the TV. Just plug it into your laptop. <laughs> it's really not that difficult. I'm pretty sure you already have one hooked up. No, you don't currently. But I you haven't really have it hooked up. HDMI cable hooked into the TV at the moment. So you've literally got to plug that cable into a laptop. That's yeah, all we'll you've turn got to do. On. We'll make sure it's powered up. We'll go to the website. Blah, blah, blah. Rather than just going, right, recordings, raw, turn on, go. Boom. And then, like, 
if I want to skip through, I can actually see where I'm skipping to rather than just going, eh, 46, 27, oh fuck, I've gone too far and I've got to go back, I've got to wait for it to buffer. It's a horrible, horrible situation. Just watch it on your phone. I don't think I've watched wrestling on the TV for about five years. But the thing is, I, I live at home on my own. I don't need to watch it on my phone in secret. <laughs> Aiden very nearly fell off his chair just then. Uh, you're right, yes, you don't. Um, Matt, how about you? What's your thoughts and feelings on this announcement? I'm a little bit worried because I like the uh, structure of NXT at the minute. It's a nice hour, but the matches are like the perfect length. I just go into two hours. Is it going to fuck it up a little bit? Hour is good. Are they going to mingle with it too much? Are the storylines going to be a bit more WWE <laughs> and NXT does simple very well. It does very much less is more. Um, I also wonder if um, if this is gonna um, if there'll be an end to tapings or not tapings, but shows at full sale, and whether they're gonna want to start going for a larger buildings and the buildings around the country. They're, they're keeping week. it at full sale for the time being, haven't they? Yeah, they've said that. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they deviated from that plan a little bit. Um, but at the same time, we've seen the ticket sales for Raw and SmackDown over the last couple of years. Maybe they're just happy where they are. They know they're going to get a sold-out crowd every week. Exactly. And I mean, you also get... Also, the production's all there. Yeah. And you also get... Cheaper um, running costs. It's, it's next to... Well, not next to, but it's in couple it's like an hour away from performance center yeah um you get the same crowd or largely the same portion of the crowd every week mm. so they're familiar with all the characters familiar with all the stories they're a good crowd who like give the new things a chance yeah um so yeah i, I know that people might want to go and see nxt and stuff and um i wouldn't i would rather it stay at full sale and then just like they do at the moment um, just they do just tour, like don't every, they? Every, I don't know, like once a month they'll have a show from a different city. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I, the main thing I'm worried about... Too much too fast it, I'm worried about. Is it going to impact takeovers? I mean, in what way? I, I think because takeovers... You've only, you only got five matches, so it means you've got to build five matches for a long time and they've got two hours to fill every week. Well, it's not only the it's not only those five matches that would be featured though in the shows. Like because currently, what you see at the moment is um, like there, there's there's been a story going between Matt Riddle and um, Gillian Dane. Gillian Dane, to which they're having a blow off match supposedly anyway on tonight's NXT. Yeah. Um. So they had like Keith Lee and. Um, Dijakovic and all that they had their thing I can never TV. pronounce his name Dijakovic Dijakovic I don't know why they changed it from Dijak mm. just to make it more complicated um, but yeah uh, so they're, they're quite good at having TV feuds um, so yeah I'm not as worried about that I, I'm just worried about just too much changing when it doesn't need changing mm. don't fix what's not broken what have we, we what, say a lot about WWE? Yeah. What have we what have we all made of AEW AEW fanboys reaction to this announcement? And girls. Well Chris Jericho tweeted out, you're welcome. He's like the main one. <laughs> so William Weagle responded to him. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm sure there's a, an element of truth into it, but um, there's been reports for ages and ages that it was moving to TV. Yeah. See, my view on it is that this was going to happen at some point. It just might have accelerated. It might, yeah, they might have accelerated this decision slightly. Um, but it's not like they're going head-to-head on the same day as them, like the first date for the first week. They're getting in there early. Um, and WWE, let's face it, NXT has been on Wednesdays for, for years. Was, uh, that's what I was going to say as well. NXT is established and has been around for nine years at this point. Yeah, exactly. Who's, like Wrestling fans who will be watching AEW mm. know NXT. Yeah. Most of them will like NXT. Yeah. Um, Imagine not liking NXT. They tell you they don't. Um, so, yeah, it, it might have been sped up and I think it was wise for them to have NXT debut before mm. AEW does. Um, well, part of it's just because that's the convenient stopping point of the tapings that they've got now, isn't it? Yeah. But Is AEW going to be two hours? Yeah. Oh, there's so much content that I'm going to be watching. <laughs> I've still not decided whether I'll, I'll add NXT to my like weekly viewing like as it happens. Not as it happens, but like the next day, like I do with Raw and SmackDown. Because I don't currently do that. I watch it as and when I can. Um, which, to be honest, isn't that much. But I'm going to add it to it. But then I have got... Do I have the time for that? I don't fucking know. I've barely got time to eat these days. I come home from work. I don't get home from work till like 7. Get a better job. My job's fine, thank you very much. It just takes a long time to get home. Live Milton Keynes. World's your oyster in Milton I do live in Milton Keynes. Get a job in Milton Keynes. <laughs> it's kind of in Milton. It's got an MK postcode. Yeah, so does Bedford. Exactly, that's where I work, pretty it's much. Bedford. <laughs> Alright, we deviated. Come on. Get back to the plan. Alright then. <laughs> Post. Oh, okay, I'll do it. Um, a lot been made about AEW and obviously their presence on Wednesday nights and Chris Jericho being one of them I mean I can never tell what he's doing in gimmick anymore I think he just lives his gimmick well just being a bit of a dick um, and you know lots of people saying that now WWE are proving that they are scared of AEW and they see them as competition uh, I don't know I just I don't buy into that I think WWE how? just Sorry, how what? are they scared of them uh, they've got three shows well yeah I mean they're not what what are you laughing at no I was reading an article about this thing and um, one of the related articles is a link to about Ronda Rousey and her finger oh right yeah entitled Ronda Owsey oh brilliant <laughs> um, that wasn't Owsey but yeah, how do they see them as competition well obviously AEW's made waves made big waves so far through the, the shows that they've done and, they, and they've all been really good and I'm sure that their, their weekly TV show will be really good as well most of the time more so than not but I I don't think WWE are worried. I think there is an element of there's that share of the market which they might lose, potentially, which I don't think is a big concern to them. I don't think over the years WWE have demonstrated a willingness to, or a desperation to avoid losing elements of their market. Yeah, and I think um, live live viewership doesn't mean anything in in 2019 exactly it's not like you can go you can you can't do the ratings war that was the monday night wars in 2019 because it doesn't mean anything because you could double the ratings but half the people half the amount of people have watched it in total you know so i might decide to watch 
NXT live every single Wednesday or Thursday morning in our case. Um, and then I'll just watch AEW after I get home from work on Thursday. Yeah. Doesn't mean anything. Hmm. Just whatever I felt like watching first, I'll just watch that first. Yeah. Exactly. So is it, I think it's kind of a bit, it's caused quite a, a storm online, I think, this, this story. Um, I think WWE instructed all NXT roster members to tweet out something about it because every single person did. Most, just WWE roster in general. Well, yeah. Uh, and obviously it was featured quite heavily on Raw and SmackDown this week as well. The problem um, is, it's a all big these deal. fucking fanboys, fucking AEW fanboys, just buy it at anything. Yeah, any any decision that WWE made is because AEW forced them into it. You know, it's it's not necessarily the case. Is amazing. Shut the fuck up. But I, I see that view, I see that viewpoint, and um, you know it might it might be true. There might be an element of truth to this, and I'm sure there probably actually is an element of truth to it. But it's not the be all end all, is it? The AEW haven't forced WWE's hand into this. They've made this decision. Let's face it, they've made it because they want to make more money out of it. <laughs> they made $50 million, this deal is worth. Exactly. Um, and They're not going to turn that down, are they? This might have been in the pipeline. and It might have been confirmed a long time ago that it was going to be airing on USA Network on the 18th of September a year ago. Mm. Before AEW was even a thought. You never know. So... Yeah, I know it could have been, but I, I think it's probably naive to think that they haven't played a part it's, in it. It's an interesting topic, um, but until things actually start happening, till they're both live at the same time, and um, you see some kind of viewership figures and you see the reception from fans as to the product itself, they're two different things, and I would just watch them both. No, I think that's what if most NXT people would do. Shit, I'll stop watching it. If AEW turns out to be shit, I won't watch it. Yeah. If they're both good, I'll try and watch both. <laughs> try and watch them both. Oh fucking hell! No, it's so much wrestling, um, or performance fighting. That's what Jericho <laughs> said on um, Busted Open Radio. What? He's come and said there's too much WWE. Yeah, it? he did say that, didn't he? And uh, adding over two hours is a reactionary move that dilutes their product. Done by a guy who wants to start a war, but there's no war for us. Yeah, right. <laughs> Says the man who works for the company who launched an exploding sledgehammer and thrown. So happens to mimic Triple H's, but yes. you know, yeah, yeah. There's no relevance. No relevance whatsoever. Anyway, right. Moving on from that, I want to talk about King of the Ring. So last week we had a discussion about. Ah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Last week we had a discussion about who we thought uh, might win King of the Ring. We didn't reveal our, our answers, I don't think. Um, what we said was that we should write them all down and keep on our notes on our phone so that we can see the date stamp. And then when we when it comes to the King of the Ring winner, we can see who made the correct prediction. So we're not going to reveal who we put them down this week. But what we can exclusively reveal is that Matt's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm fucked. <laughs> uh, the King of the Ring. Um, so it kicked off this week on Raw. With Samoa Joe versus Cesaro. How good was this match? It was bloody brutal. Cesaro was bloody brutal. kind of the baby face, wasn't he? He played, yeah, he played this, this baby face role in this Even match. in his promo before the match. He was, was very, very smiley. Very Sorry, Samoa Joe, but I just want to win more. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Do you know what ruined that promo for me? It was Renee, who at the, before the promo came on said... Cesaro's already the king of swing. Maybe he'll be the king of the ring. And then, and then he put it in his fucking promo. 
like, that's a really good line. But it's been used twice in 30 seconds now. I'm not surprised. I'm like WWE to overdo something. <laughs> that's a good point. Overdoing it. But yeah, how good was the match? Did, did people enjoy this first round match? Lovely. First round match, which Ingus uh, supposedly saw some Ojo advance to the semi-finals of the King of the Ring, which the I bet they think they meant quarterfinals. Yeah. Um, yeah, how good was the match? Did people enjoy it? Good match. Anybody notice the theme this week of matches starting really fast with yeah. a, an impact move and then a pinfall? Yeah, I thought that as well when SmackDown. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, hard hitting. You may say. Hard hitting. How both of these guys walked out of this match like unscathed, I will never know. <laughs> it's like they both just were in the back before and were like, right, just fucking each other as hard as we can. Yeah. Like, I'll even give you one free shot. Yeah. <laughs> well, the uppercut. Well, Samoa like, Joe's been doing this for years. Yeah. How is he still wrestling? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, he fucking loves it. But I, I think you could tell that they fucking loved this. Like, both of them. They absolutely loved hammering the shit out of each other. I thought it was great to watch. <laughs> I just love two guys going at it, you know. I bet you do. Two big sway guys. Yes. Um, yeah, I thought it was really great. So Mojo picked up the win. I think we probably would all have thought that might be the case. Cesaro can't really buy a win. <laughs> so. Yeah, I didn't at any point expect Cesaro to win this match, especially when he took the momentum. <laughs> yeah. Um, I suppose if we're on the topic of King of the Ring, mm-hmm. Joey the King... We can move on to it like that. I was going to talk about Cedric Alexander and uh, Sami Zayn, but I'm just trying to think of chronologically throughout the show. I can't remember which way around it because that happened quite early on. We'll go with the other match first. Yeah, the Cedric Alexander Sami Zayn match. I mean, I thought this was a fine match. I thought it was pretty good. I feel like they're WWE giving these guys this opportunity to put on really, really great matches for King of the Ring. Just like go out there and do your best. Stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if they they don't have a winner yet. They have an idea, but they don't have a concrete winner. Yeah, and it's based on fan reaction and match quality and stuff like that. Potentially, maybe, maybe. I reckon they've got four that they want. Yeah, they'll have their top four who'll be their semi finalists. But whoever impresses most throughout that, yeah, it might change. And it's gonna always change based on things like injuries and stuff. You know, especially when you're doing over this like few week period. Injuries are quite a common occurrence, you know. Especially how strict they are on injuries now. Like someone might be. I thought, like looking at um, Kevin Owens during the Elias match this week, Elias kneed him in the fucking face, in the head, and Kevin Owens was not the same throughout the rest of that match. Like I don't know if he was selling, but he was dazed and confused. <laughs> was he? Yeah. Um, so much so that Elias had to pick him up really gingerly by the head as he got off the ground, and then like placed him in the corner. And just give basically Kevin Owens a bit of a rest just to recover because he got need in the fucking face. Mm, cool, wasn't paying attention. Also on Elias, how does he wrestle in those jeans, man? Um, they're tight. Yeah, but they're quite stretchy. I guess he, so. he doesn't exactly have the most dynamic in ring style. That's true. But he's constantly kneeing things. Yeah, I mean, he's also got knee pads underneath. So yeah, skinny jeans on over your skinny knee pads. jeans over knee pads, man. Great look. Uh, moving back to Raw then. So yeah, Cedric and Sammy. Cedric won. Which, by the way, well, just quickly on the topic of Elias. The announcer announced him this week um, weighing in at 217 pounds. Really? Well, like 270. There is no chance. <laughs> Especially when they then announce, because you always have the, the saying that muscle weighs more than fat. Yeah. You then have Kevin Owens coming at 266 pounds. Yeah. 
There's no way that Kevin Owens weighs 49 pounds more than Elias when you look at them side by side. I'd say Elias is easily 245, 250. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I re it at first because I thought, oh, like 270, that's a bit much. But no, he said 217. I'm that's sort of confused with Seth Rollins. Elias is stacked. He's fucking huge. He's jacked, man. Yeah, he's jacked. Uh, right, moving back to Cedric Alexander and um, Sami Zayn in this match. Again, great match. Really, really good match. Probably the right winner. Although I just, I just like Sami Zayn to get a bit of the rub of the green, man. Well, you know. I guess they had plans for him based on what we saw on SmackDown. Any victory. <laughs> yeah. I, I genuinely can't remember the last time he won a match. Well, he, he mentioned this on SmackDown, didn't he? Months and months and months, he said. <laughs> So, not been the greatest return to action for Sami Zayn, has it? Look that up, actually. When is, uh, how often he's won this year? Keep going. Well, someone tweeted, actually. one of the things to come when he comes steaming out and fell over at WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> um, yeah, we should have seen the writing on the wall there, really, shouldn't we? Um, the rest of the King of Ring match is on the Raw side, then. So, I think we've got um, Drew McIntyre versus Ricochet. Is that right? No. Yeah. Drew versus Ricochet. Miz and the Miz Baron versus Baron Corbin. Drew versus Ricochet is perhaps the hardest match to call in the entire bracket, don't you think? Yeah, they're for me the two favourites. Yeah, they are for the bracket, me. I think, in terms of overall winner. Well, from the raw side anyway, I think they would be the two that would I would think would get to the final. Um so yeah, it's interesting that they've paired them in the first match. Yeah, it kinda sucks to be honest. Because it's the kind of match I'd like to see further down the line. Yeah. But as long as they get 15, 20 minutes, um, I'm sure they'll tear the house down. Um, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I think so. Um, moving on from that then, Miz versus Baron Corbin. We saw Baron Corbin this week on Raw for the first time in about six weeks, is it? Yes. And he had different attire. Yeah. Probably since. Um, Anybody think he looked a bit more stacked? No. No? I thought he did. He just took his shirt off. Well, yeah. But he looked a bit more muscular up top, I thought. He's always been muscular up top. He's just had a flabby belly. I guess we've never really... We haven't seen his arms for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) And this is what... This is what I've been saying for months. Like, ever since the whole... um, Whatever he was. The constable and acting general manager. Ever since that thing ended. The gay hater. His, um... Not gay hater. End of gays. (laughs) Um, his attire like I'm fine sticking him in jeans but having just in one of his merch tops yeah. maybe, maybe even a vest yeah. with a Baron, a Baron Corbin vest like he generally has quite cool design so that's fine and I don't know some yeah some like boots like biker boots was like similar to what Elias wears basically but with a vest yeah um, to cover the, the flap <laughs> uh, so yeah I don't know why they haven't done this sooner maybe there's a start Things because he was also kind of wearing trainers this week as well. Yeah, it was it wasn't it? not shoes. That, some people call them kicks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old now, so I have to say these things. Um, but yeah, it was refreshing. But we're not fully there yet. Not on the Baron train. As in, like we're not fully um, like repackaged. Oh, okay. He's, no. he's not quite where I want him. To I'm be. not sure they need to repackage. No, him not such. I'm I'm talking purely attire. Yeah, I think so. Um, Right, moving on from King of the Ring on the Raw side. So, yes, King, the King, Jerry Lawler, was on commentary uh, this week. Sami Zayn's last. <laughs> Sami Zayn's. That can't be true. 
spill the beans. Since November 14th, 2007, Sami Zayn has lost all but three, three matches where they've where those three have been draws. Hang on, what? So according to this, in terms of TV and pay-per-view, Sami Zayn hasn't won a match, and I can go back to previous pages. Sami Zayn hasn't won a match since November 2017. Okay, so first things first. You said 2007. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you did, I was like, what? <laughs> he hasn't won a match for 12 years. <laughs> a few is that long. Why did he even get signed? He got signed 15? in 2013. 13. He mm. came up to the main roster in 15. Yes, he did, yes. Um, but that's, I mean, it's just depressing for a minute. So he hasn't won a match since he got back. I'm pretty sure he has. Oh, hold, no. No, it's just the way they word it on here. It's just stupid. No, he has won matches. Yeah. He, his last victory was against Apollo Crews on Smackville last July. There was a Smackville last July? Oh, you mean in July? Yeah, I don't know why I said last July. Last July. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say last month. He last won a match on Smackville about three, four weeks ago. <laughs> um, but before... Did he? Seth Rollins defeat... I'm confused. Continue. Is, is the website a, a reputable source? This is that profile DB one I told you about. It's and what's it saying? It's just confusing the way... Should we just talk about Derek King, Lola? It's confusing the way that it's laid out because they've got, like... When he loses Cedric Alexander, it says diff pin right yeah. but supposedly here i think he won he beat apollo cruz in a dark match as well where it just says death apollo cruz there's no like winner loser column but there's most of the time sammy's in here but occasionally he pops up in here so that means the winner right cedric alexander defeated sammy zayn yeah. sammy zayn defeated apollo cruz but it's just an it's annoying because defeat would oh, that should be defeat or win for me like but so the great. last time he actually won on TV was with Kevin Owens at Stomping Grounds. Oh, he did, didn't he? Against Biggie and his Prior yeah. to that, it was May thirteenth. So Maybe. since his comeback, he's, he's won, won matches. two matches on TV and one dark match. <laughs> Fuck's sake! <laughs> oh wow! Um, right, Jerry King Lawler then. So I. Do you know what? I enjoyed Jerry King Lawler on commentary for the first part of Raw. I did as well. I was thinking that when I was watching it. I thought it, it was quite refreshing. Yeah. It was... I thought he was a dick. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You would. <laughs> I didn't know that was right. I'll tell you who was a dick and I'll tell you later on when we get to it. Anyway. David Otunga. <laughs> no, not David Otunga. Michael Cole. <laughs> no, I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. Now I want to know who's a dick. But it's fine, we'll get to it. We'll get to it later, don't you worry. Um, Yeah, I just thought it was quite refreshing to hear. Like, it's just so different from Corey Graves. Like, the voice we've heard for a long time, it felt refreshing. Yeah, yeah. But Corey Graves is like that cool, more aloof, sort of just sarcastic. Whereas Jody King Lawler is is like corny and tells jokes while commentating and stuff. And there was a couple of times where he tried to get a joke out and it kind of felt a little bit wordy yeah it kind of took too long and then it got over, overtaken by Michael Cole or something because something happened no I missed on commentary look at T really don't be fucking stupid he was awful <laughs> I don't know I always kind of enjoyed him on, on commentary like aside from all the crazy stuff he'd say yeah. I always kind of enjoyed him on commentary purely f- for like 
the legit aspects that he had added to the commentary team. So does Jerry King Lawler, to be fair. Because, I mean, as good as Corey Graves is, um, people know Booker T as a top-level performer. Most of the audience who watched Raw and SmackDown had never watched the Corey Graves match. Yeah. So when you've got Booker T or former world champion JBL or someone like that shouting at you, telling you how much that move hurts, yeah. I feel like I'm going to believe it more. Yeah, that is true. But at the same time, I don't, I don't feel like I need. To and they're just more of a character as well. Champion or whatever, or ex Hall of Fame or current Hall of Famer to make it more entertaining. It's no, more I'm, I'm bothered about them being good. Because yeah. I mean, David Otunga was on the main roster, and he's probably the worst commentator I've ever heard. No, not even an exaggeration. He flip flopped his fucking face heel character during SmackDown like nobody's business. He can flip flop the fuck off. <laughs> But anyway, Jerry King Lawler. So he uh, he was great on commentary. I really enjoyed him. It was refreshing. It was not. I was glad he wasn't on it for the whole show. And the reason he wasn't on it for the whole show is because he held a King's Court in which he was supposed to interview Sasha. Then he went off on some sort of weird tangent about King of the Ring, which obviously was a deep lozard ploy to lead into what we got. Um, he stumbled through that sort of King of the Ring thing, and it kind of felt like he was just—I don't know—he was the ab libbing, winging it. Yeah, just winging it. But I guess not. Uh, the best thing about this Bray Wyatt fiend Jerry Lawler segment for me was Jerry Lawler going <laughs> like no nope, I've seen this before I know what to do and then Bray Wyatt changing it up and attacking him on the ramp yeah like, it would have been very stupid for him to stand in the ring and be like what is, what is happening yeah. I, I'm struck by fear right now I can't move <laughs> the, the thing that's already uh, you know for me should have carried on even when it goes dark fuck yeah. it just keep going just go back to Gorilla yeah it's not going to damn me there because Vince is there and he can't be on camera. And when they turn the lights on, and the the kind of screaming and all the high pitched noises were happening, and the strobe lights were going off, why did he go like, okay, yeah, this is all good. I'm just going to turn around right now. Like, come on, Jerry, have you ever watched wrestling or movies, TV? Never turn around. Behind you. If he, what would have happened, right? If he just stayed face in the ring. Bray Wyatt would just been like, oh, can't get you. Same way that when you're in bed, um, if you just put, put the covers over your head, the demons can't get you. I've never thought that. Simple, isn't it? No. Can't have your leg hanging out of bed because the stuff under your bed will come and get you. But if you just tuck your leg in, demon can't get you. If you're six foot four, you can't always have your everything tucked in. Huh? If you're six foot four, you can't always have stuff tucked in and your legs hang out of the bed. Well, then you need to get a bed which doesn't have a gap underneath. Well, I've just bought a new bed and it has got a gap underneath. Well, I'm saying don't be surprised if a demon gets you. Anyway. I don't think a demon will get me, but if it does... I'll definitely haunt you and tell you. <laughs> That's like a warning. Like, don't get a, don't get a bed with don't, a, don't get a bed with a, a bed with 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 a bed with
how they kept saying, um, and uh, as broken by um, SI.com, uh, Jerry the King Law would be hosting King's Court because that, that makes it sound to me like Sports Illustrated booking Raw. <laughs> I don't think that's what they because, were getting at. But like the way it was worded was that, was that Sports Illustrated have said that Jerry Law is doing a King's Court with Sasha Banks. So now we have to do a King's Court with Sasha Banks. It just it was a bit, yeah, for me. I don't feel like it's they're saying that SI saying that Jerry Lawler has to do it. I think they're saying WWE have booked this. No, I I know that they're not going to be saying it like that. But the way it worded and the way it came across was SI have said we're doing it, so now we got to do it. Yeah, I guess so. Well, carry on. What's so what was your so that was that was what pissed you off that was about that whole segment? Yeah, the rest of it was fine. The rest of it was fine. How how are we feeling about the Fiend currently? new legend killer gimmick <laughs> I like it I like that he's not there every week and it's a bit of a surprise when he turns up it's a way for him to be on TV and do something without having to start a feud yeah I like that because we, we don't really want him to just jump from feud to feud because then it doesn't mean as much just suddenly starts attacking Heath Slater you know A I'm not going to be interested in this because Heath Slater um, and B oh, like it is, there'll be some kind of follow up on this Yeah. whereas tax Kurt Angle one week Jerry Lawler next week Pat Patterson the week after fucking May Young I don't think <laughs> I don't think he can attack Pat Patterson I'm not sure Pat Patterson can even take a mandible claw bump well he wasn't even cleared to pin <laughs> yeah exactly how do you need to be cleared to pin pin or be pinned either one that's the thing. You know what How it was? He can't get his leg hooks without fighting. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, Didn't want to embarrass himself on camera. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive. Pat Patterson can no longer open his legs without fighting. That's the exact kind of thing that Vince would specifically <laughs> tell them to add That's a fart noise. good shit. <laughs> this is good shit. Whenever Pat's on camera, make sure you get a fart noise in because he farts a lot and it's really funny. <laughs> Um, right. Do you know, by the way, Vince wasn't there. Or Raw or SmackDown this week. Was he not? Where was he? There was. Um, so I think t- like Wednesday is in today. Um, there was uh, like an NF- uh, XFL roster announcement or something. Oh really? Um, I didn't see nothing. So he's so at some point this week, maybe later on in the week. But yeah, he said that he was um, not not at Raw or SmackDown preparing for the, the XFL stuff. Mm, fair enough. So. Um, Triple H Kevin Dunn and Paul Heyman were in charge of Raw this week mm. Paul Heyman sat in at the main table which apparently he never does ah. no sign of Paul Heyman or Brock Lesnar on Raw this week in Minneapolis yeah. or Minnesota same what really annoyed me about Raw what's that the, the tag team champion well yes yeah, so I was going to get to this bit the uh, the main event of Raw was a, a tag team title was it the main event yeah. yeah, tag team title match between the Revival, not the Revival, the OC, uh, and Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins, who were newly formed tag team for no reason. Um, and they fucking lost the belts, didn't they? Tell you what, Matt might not have liked it, but the crowd fucking loved it. Did they? I didn't notice anything special about it. crowd went nuts. <clears throat> what about? Well, they go nuts for Braun because they're American. No, but like, even just like, the, the victory itself, they lost their minds. I mean, that's not a bad thing. It was great, but 
just a bit of a shame, I think, for the for the OC as a, as a group to lose the titles. But I imagine it's a little quick. From, I imagine they'll win them back. We had this a lot in like older times, you know, Attitude Era and things like that. New Age Outlaws would lose the titles and then win them back. Yeah, Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian won them seven times in a year. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's not the end of the world for them. Um, and I think they're only going to go from strength to strength anyway with AJ in the in the ranks. And I, I just like the dynamic between these three. I mean, they're obviously really good friends in real life anyway, so it helps. But as a group, I think they're really really doing quite well. A bunch of mother lovers, <laughs> led by led by AJ Styles, who's. Personally, better as a heel for me as than he is a face. I mean, I, I think he's great as a face as well, but he's just really good as a heel. He's slightly more interesting. It's just a bit like smarmy. What are we doing here? Are we li- are we listening to the uh, to the crowd reaction. I just want to show him bowling everyone over. Show you how much the crowd are loving it and how much they're into it. Especially when Seth does that curve stop. That was pretty cool. They to come unglued. Because they managed to capitalise on the hot tag actually resulting to a win. Yeah, that never happens anymore. Rather than just the hot tag happening for a bit and then it fizzles out. Although, yeah, that, those shoulder tackles looked a bit shit. Um, here comes the running power slam. Everyone's losing their minds. Crowd loving it, everyone's on their feet. Yeah, I guess that is a bit more of a reaction than we would usually get. And Paul Strowman even... Fucking uh, Mark. Paul Strowman even said in he put an Instagram post out and was just saying, like, oh, that, like, the crowd was amazing as well. It's not, like, I guess you say that quite a lot, but it was like, but man, that crowd, so... Yeah, told you. Yeah, I guess so, I guess you're right. There was, like, limbs and everything. Limbs, <laughs> seams. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that guy up there thinks Braun Strowman rocks, so that's good. And do you know what the... My favourite thing about both Raw and SmackDown this week, which made them thoroughly a lot more enjoyable and easier for me to watch and digest. Do you want to know what that one thing was? No what? green shirt man. No green t-shirt man. <laughs> Spoiling my day. Was that the best thing about Raw and SmackDown for you? That was honestly the highlight. It just, as soon as I see him, I just, oh, fucking again. It just ruined, like, I instantly get pissed off. So... <laughs> You couldn't be bothered to make the trip up to Minneapolis or Minnesota. I don't know what city it was in. He hasn't been at Raw and SmackDown for a while, to be fair. He was there um, SummerSlam and the, the, the nights after. Yeah, obviously he's there for the weekend. Um, and that's this is the only Raw and SmackDown we've had since. But he's just so that he's just there like at least fifty percent of the time, if not more, and that is too much. He's just a prick. But my, I wouldn't have a problem with it. If he didn't A, sit in the same seats every week, B, my biggest thing is wear the exact same outfit every week because that, to me, is a signal that you're trying to get yourself over and known. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just sit, like, wear a different... Like, he says on his on his uh, profile that oh, I own multiple of these green shirts. Get a fucking different shirt, you dick. <laughs> Why would you buy that many of that shit shirts as well? It's not even good. And that's the thing. It's bright green, so yeah. it forces you to see more. And all he does... He's there with his fucking camera strapped to his wrist. He doesn't react to anything. Who has a camera anymore? He occasionally smiles and then just kind of looks up over the barrier and takes a quick camera that's attached to his wrist and puts it back down and just, fuck off. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Aiden's rant of the week. So it started off with Bailey. Long hair (laughs) hair guy switched it up a bit. 
Has he? Yeah, he because he used to wear his hair was always down and he always had a white button up t shirt. But now he switched to vest, he switched to t shirts, his hair's different, he grew a beard, he's had different kinds of beards, he's out of shot a lot of the time now, he's more to the sides, he doesn't seem to be there as frequently. His green t shirt cunt is just there all the time. <laughs> green t shirt cunt, brilliant. <laughs> What shall I wear today? That's just take exactly a photo of like all this wardrobe full of green t-shirts. That's exactly what he wants us to do. Because then he thinks he's a celebrity. But he's not. He's no Brock Lesnar guy. Get fucked. Anyway. Do you know that the Brock Lesnar guy, that is a Gucci top. Is it? He needs yeah. to get a fucking refund. He also wears that a lot. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's not good at all. Terrible, terrible fashion sense. Um... Anyway, moving on from oh, shit. This fans. Early in the moon. I know. <laughs> um, what else did we get on Raw that we want fans talking about? Uh, Sasha Banks beat the shit out of Natty again. And then uh, she made a uh, comment about Jim Neihart being in hell, which I thought was edgy. Um, it's not needed, really. Do you think now that she's here, Michael Cole will still say it's boss time? Yeah. Or do you reckon he'll be like, ladies and gentlemen, it's boss time? Nah, he'll still <laughs> Um, Will he fuck him? Love it. Michael Cole, this one. And bastard! <laughs> yeah. so, what else? What did he fucking say? With, with all due respect, nobody is talking about your hair. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fucking. All I've been seeing over Twitter for the yeah, it's, oh my god, Sandra Banks is But Michael Cole, it, I can't remember when this happened um, relatively recently, but it's the second time within about a month or so where. His role in commentary changed. I can't remember what happened a few months ago, but um, he he was on SmackDown. I think he did an episode of SmackDown. Yeah, but only a few weeks ago. Where he was doing, I think he was doing Byron's role because Byron Byron his his dad dad died. died. Um, So both times he he he, um, he played a different kind of persona and role. Because Tom Phillips was there on SmackDown, and this week we had Vic Joseph doing yeah, yeah. The, the lead bit. Um, so we had, you had a bit more. Do you think Vic Joseph did the lead bit? Yeah, I'd say so. He he did the the play by play, and Michael Cole was like half play, half color. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, he's still obnoxious, obnoxious and annoying. But I fa- I find he's better in this role mm. because he doesn't say as much. He he can offer a bit more like proper analysis hmm. rather than having to be like oh don't forget to check out Twitter and blah 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 and all that kind of stuff yeah I hate what he does talk like. about the wrestling yeah yeah um, or the storylines and all that kind of stuff and be like oh like um, but why would you do this because like Broad Strowman wants that and like it just makes it more interesting and I've actually preferred him in the roles that he's had to fill in for yeah I mean there was, a, job. there was a point throughout the, throughout the evening I think it was when um Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross were, were facing or defending against... Fire and Desire. Fire and Desire, Manny Rose and Sonya Deville. And uh, Vic Josephs was like, oh, they feel like they deserve a title shot because they pinned the champions and eliminated them in the Iconics from that match. And then Michael Cole's like, well, they still didn't win the titles, did they? Mm-hmm. He also <laughs> did a thing where... Um, um, oh, shit, when was it? There was something where Vic Joseph said, oh, and there's history between these two because this thing happened like a year and a half ago, something like that. And Michael Cole was like, yeah, well, you would remember that, wouldn't you, Vic? 
you nerd. <laughs> I was like, I don't like bully Michael Cole. I think he's because he's yeah. a, he is a nerd. Because, but also Michael Cole in real life, from what I've heard, is that. Yeah, he sounds he sounds like a proper prick. Um, but yeah, it was just like Vic Joseph was enhancing the story between these two characters with some fact about something that happened to the. the pro- I was going to piss me off. I can't remember what it was now. Um, it might have been. No. Um, yeah, Michael Cole was just like, yeah, you would remember that, wouldn't you? He was like, it's his fucking job. They always say they're journalists. Yeah. It's his fucking job. Are you yes. taking the piss out of him? He's done his research. Might as well have been like, yeah, your job's worth. Job. <laughs> uh, what do we make of Vic Joseph, by the way? Did we like him? One roll? Average? I don't think he's ready for Raw yet. I've always kind of liked him. Um, problem is, like, he filled in in NXT for a bit for Mauro. And that's always um, big shoes to fill. And then, yeah, he's having to come up to Raw and that. I've, my only problem with Victor is that I don't think he has like the right... He doesn't have powerful enough voice. I think he's got enough bass. Yeah, there voice. is that. But I always felt that with... Um, I think that with Nigel McGuinness, but I think he's done all right. If Nigel McGuinness didn't have an English accent, I think it'd be fine. It's because he's just... He, he, um, he sounds so foreign around all these Americans mm. and I think now that as well that we've got like Renee and um, Beth Phoenix on commentary teams um, you don't need to be so kind of boisterly you don't have to have the Booker T voice to be heard that's true um, but yeah like he, he doesn't have kind of a Tom Phillips style voice for me no. like it's not cutting enough. not quite there uh, we'll see he's got a Byron get... kind of voice I think yeah, I see your point. I think maybe it's, maybe it's just yeah. I think maybe it's just did he? Um, I think maybe it's just a case we just need to get used to it. Brian Sandstone. Yeah. Well, I mean, I watch. Um, Brian. Brian. I watch NXT UK every week, most weeks. Um, so I'm pretty used to his voice by now. Yeah. yeah. Nigel make a good team. So. Yes. Probably. Um, right. Anything else for Raw that we thought worthy of note? Um, wanted to talk about. Mm, I'm sure there is something, but I see Elias being shit out of Drake Maverick in a recording studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no more Elias performances, though. No more. Wow. And new theme music this week. Yeah, yeah, no, I couldn't really make it out, but I liked his old one. To be He's fair. singing it. Yeah, I saw that. I heard that. Yeah, I liked his old one, and I also I didn't necessarily like like, like it, but I didn't mind Buddy Murphy's one, and his new one just sounds so shit and generic. Yeah, I know. Um, I hate it. Roman Reigns versus Dolph Ziggler. I thought that was worthy of oh, note. Yeah, this was, was an excellent match. That was really good. I mean, what, yeah, what I wanted to say, actually, while I was watching this was, although I've never been his biggest fan, um, his latest run, like, from Kofi onwards, I've mm. actually enjoyed of Dolph Ziggler's. I've liked it all, if I'm honest. I think Dolph Ziggler is a great in-ring talent. He's got a bit of a personality about him, and this whiny, moany bitch one seems to work fine for him. I like it. I love the match. I thought the match was great. And we spoke last week about this, like last week, potentially being Dolph Ziggler's last match, but Terry opened up Raw for the first match of the night. Um, Vince had gone back on his word. Yeah, that's true. Um, Baby is just having a farewell tour, a bit like her angle did where he just wrestles people that he wants to wrestle. Loses all the time. Maybe has been doing for the last few years. Maybe, yeah. He's having a farewell tour, just an extended one. Um... But yeah, maybe that's what the case is. Dobbs are just going out there proving that he can put on great matches against everybody and um, losing them all. But still looking strong in the process. Because it needed to beat Roman Reigns. 
but you know he didn't right smackdown then let's talk about smackdown because smackdown was interesting again king of the ring matches on the show first one being andrade versus apollo cruz, apollo cruz and they who i'm assuming is matt's um prediction for king of the ring right apollo yeah probably cruz. yeah was that who you picked wasn't it matt no <laughs> oh one good thing from raw oh, go on. before we fully divulge what do you mean one good thing there was quite a few um Randy Orton murdering the Oh Day. yes. This this was good. I really enjoyed this. I don't know what happened to Big E though. Yeah, I'm not really sure to be honest. He just fucked off. Yeah, he just come back. And this week, uh, and on SmackDown, I mean you couldn't be bothered to come back. Yeah. Right like Big E got RKO'd. Yeah. Before he did a splash. And yeah. that was it. He was gone. Yeah. Well we saw it was pretty cool because um you notice when he goes to run the crowd pipe up. Yeah. And I was like why are they getting so excited for his spear through the ropes? Yeah. <laughs> like he does that every week. Yeah. And then he got Radio timing is impeccable though, isn't it? His timing is impeccable and he does a really cool... One thing that I think... I've seen nobody talk about it. When Kofi Kingston came down to the ring this week... Yeah, he did a weird like, jump through the ropes He jumped thing. and rolled through the ropes up straight into a clothesline on Randy. Yeah. And it was amazing. <laughs> that, that was really good actually um, I did see it at the time before that looked cool I didn't go back and watch it but no it's really cool never seen that before and he took a really good RKO yeah he did he's Couple got a really good selling on the RKO that's, that's how RVD <laughs> used to take them um, and then we saw the, uh, the, the almost like a 3D into an RKO oh, yeah, <laughs> free da- RKO I thought they were just going to do a um, uh, clap clap What's a revival called? Shat Machine. Shat Machine. Yeah. I thought I was going to do that. Yeah, into the RKO. So I like this, this uh, group. Yeah, is this a group now? I mean, they seem FTR to be. FTR to go. They seem to be hanging out together, causing shit together. I mean, we've got another three man group currently in the club. Or the OC, not the club. And uh, is this another one, do we think? Nah, after this title match, it'll disband. Yeah, probably. The revival just seem to hang on around, like, hang around everybody, don't they? Yeah. Which, as heels, you want to hang around the top guys. Scott Dawson's running around the ring. Like, oh, they started doing the pounding on the floor. Does. They are quite funny, the revival. I think, given a chance, they can be quite funny. Yeah. Um, but in terms of this, yeah, I quite liked it. I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm more interested in Randy Orton than I have been in a long time. Let's put it that way. And that's not hard. I mean, I haven't been that interested in Randy Orton. But this is this is interesting. See where it goes. And I feel like Randy Orton maybe has picked the revival. Maybe. Like, in terms of backstage thing. Because he seems to, like, from what you can see anyway, he seems to actually be enjoying it. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if... Well, he doesn't actually have to do anything other than RKO people. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, right, let me just work with these guys for a bit. Yeah. Like, if, if you've come up with this idea for us to have... a a three-man team I want it to be with these two yeah it might be maybe we'll see Smackdown then Andrade versus Apollo Crews again excellent match King of the Ring first round these matches have been on point I also remembered what the Vic Joseph's thing was it was that match why it was Revival and um, New Day Mm. and Vic Joseph was like yeah a year and a bit ago the Revival destroyed New Day's ice cream machine. Oh, right. I was like, yeah, you would ruin Who remembers that? Come on, that is nerdy Vic Josephs. Um, I remember. Anyway, right. Yeah, Smackdown. Andrade versus Apollo Crews. This is the third time I tried to get this. Really great match, I thought. What did you think, guys? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah? Um, Week on week, I am more and more impressed with Andrade. 
same. Although, Ed, you pointed out that you think he should get a new finisher. New finisher. I think I don't know. I I feel like I tweeted it before, um, but you just need someone a bit more impactful and someone a bit less clunky to get into. Because I feel like unless you're with the kind of guys who sell it like Spike, like mm. like Seth Rollins or Johnny Gargano and stuff like that, it doesn't look that good. Mm. I, it, I don't mind it. It doesn't look any more impactful than the rest of his moves. Yeah. Um. So yeah, for me, I'd like to see him do like a, a bit more of a sudden move and something that takes a bit less setup. Um. I also, although the match was good, I would like to see Andrade starting to win more without Zelina because I genu- genuinely can't remember the last time he did. Mm. Um, but I mean, that is what heels do. He is what heels do, but at the same time, if you want to build him up as the future and like a legitimate challenger, yeah. there's only so far you can go with having a woman win matches it, for you, essentially. Is there, though? I mean, I feel like you can go all the way to the top with that. You can know. cheat to win, you can cheat to beat anybody. Because like it comes, it gets to a point where logically you'd think someone would go, oh, oh, right, yeah. well, let's just ban Zelina from ringside. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, that logic isn't the strongest point. Like, if he was to become champion, is he going to have to then do every title defense with a Zelina interference? Because I don't know. It just it waters him down a bit for me, and I like him to just be a bit more legit. Well, we've seen examples of of people cheat to win titles and then become a little bit more independent whilst champion. I think JBL like probably, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, yeah, springs to mind. So, you know, it could be in that sort of situation. Although, personally, I think a championship for Andrade is well off. Yeah, world championship, nowhere near. Yeah. Um, so, great match. Andrade picked up the win. I think, again, that's kind of what we expected. And I know Matt picked Apollo to win, but... <laughs> oh, <man>. uh, <laughs> Did not pick Apollo to win. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember Cruz can't lose? Yeah. Yes. Apollo. It's filled with sorrow. <laughs> no. Better luck tomorrow. Apollo's win column is hollow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll stop that. Look at that shit. But I quite liked it. Um, do you remember we did um, funny rhymes for rap battles that we never actually did? Yeah, I still got them written on my phone. I was, go- I was going through my notes and deleting them the other day, but I found this one. I was like, this may come in useful at some point. Carmelo and Salmonella was my favourite. Yeah. Um, it was something to do with Joe from Samoa. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you can cut me just like a lawnmower, well, I'm going to choke you out just like a Joe from Samoa. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Loved through before fucking loads. There is loads of them. We spent like a whole, what was it we were watching? SummerSlam? SummerSlam 2018. Yeah. We spent the whole evening basically making them up. <laughs> anyway, right, the rest of the SmackDown. King of the Ring. Um, so Andrade, not Andrade, uh, Elias defeated Kevin Owens. 33 different insults we've got there. <laughs> Elias defeated Kevin Owens in the first round of the King of the Ring with help from Shane McMahon, it should be said. Ugh. Remains to be seen whether this revolt, result will stand, but I can't see why it wouldn't because it's oh, WWE. Shit. Official. Matt is officially now fucked. For the King of the Ring prediction, because um, I'm assuming he picked Kevin Owens, uh, which would have been a pretty popular choice, I think, but not to be. Kevin Owens, so what do we make of Kevin Owens this week? Because he kind of came across as a bit wimpy. Bit of a bitch. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. Like, I get, it's 100 grand, right? It's a lot of money. Even though I think a lot of people know that 100 grand isn't that much money to Kevin Owens. Like, it is, but... He gets it paid a lot. One, one payment. One lump sum. But he gets paid a lot of money. So he said last week, that, that's a down payment on a house, which I'm guessing in American terms is deposit. Yeah. It's yeah. like if I had a hundred thousand pound deposit on this flat, I would have bought. I would have bought it outright. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was a bit like 
he's trying to be the family man doing the right thing and all that kind of stuff but it very much makes it seem like Shane is the one who won the feud yeah because he's just like and held all the power and like you should apologise okay I'll apologise sir yeah um the only thing that I thought might come of this these, these interactions it did make me laugh when he went to do the handshake and Shane was like I'm not, not, yet. not there yet <laughs> um yeah the one one thing I thought was that maybe Shane would say um I will drop the fine if you drop out of the tournament mm. well you we just shouldn't have put him in it or if you lie down for Elias yeah that's true yeah that's, that would have been a good one then Kevin would have been conflicted and yeah I mean, fine. Nice story. But as it turns out, Elias beat him clean. Uh, no, he didn't. He, he didn't. He, uh, he had some help from Shane and a particularly fast count. Um, How dare you say clean? Shane with a specially designed referee shirt. I did wonder why he was wearing a zip up jacket. Especially when you sweat that much. I bet he was wearing off. Yeah, I bet he was. Um, he just looks he does. He doesn't have what he looks jacked, man. Shane McMahon. Telling you. But he's out of shape because it's so it's a shame he's so it's a, yeah it's a shame he's so unfit. He's definitely on the roids though. <laughs> I don't think he is. <laughs> definitely swearing that much. Definitely on the roids. <laughs> uh, so Kevin Owens is out on the King of the Ring. I mean, fuck. Bullshit. I guess we needed some Bullshit. heels to go through, and Andrade and Elias both did. Actually, I guess we've only got one face going through, haven't we? In Cedric Alexander, because Samoa Joe's a heel. Yeah. Um, so fuck it. We need more faces. <laughs> Well, luckily for you, um, we have... Well, I guess Ali and Buddy Murphy. Murphy are both faces at the moment, aren't they? Um, we also have... What Ricochet. match is going to be? What a match it will be, yes. And the last one I can't think of. Chad oh, yeah. And Chad Gable, Shelton Benjamin. In a match that no one really cares about. Um, and, and we also have the Miz and Baron Corbin. Yeah, well, no one cares about that one either. This is a face. Um, the... Chad Gable segment with Shelton Benjamin. I mean, what the fuck's going on with these guys, man? Especially I, Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, they've cast him as just a proper fucking weirdo, haven't they? Was he was he playing a practical joke on Gable with that sign on the door? Was he just being bitchy? No, I mean that much is that much is obvious that he was just being a dick. Mm. But when you think about it, earlier in the day, did he go? Um, Oh, at some point, um, like, can you do me a favour? Can you print out a door sign with all the official graphics and all this kind of stuff and in proper font? Three fairs, that's what I would do. <laughs> but, like, are you thinking of that? And then it just so happens that um, he managed to do it while Chad Gable was being impromptu interviewed. Yeah. Like, in front of said door. <laughs> like, <laughs> and still being filmed going back through the door. <laughs> Yeah. So Which never happens. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so, um, yes, Elias has won the, the King of the Ring match. We've got Buddy Murphy versus Daniel Bryan this week on SmackDown. We had Buddy Murphy versus Roman Reigns last week on SmackDown. This was a great match. And Buddy Murphy picked up the victory. Yeah, he did. Over Daniel Bryan. Which I, says, I think says quite a lot about Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I, I was going to say I wouldn't be surprised if Bryan said... Let me work with him. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, the plan was for him, to, for Buddy Murphy, to lose this match. And Brian said, "No, I'll put him over. It's not going to hurt me. I'm Daniel Bryan for fuck's sake." Much the same as Roman Reigns could have done that, but I guess they're never going to have that happen. Um, but it doesn't Roman Reigns is like, nah, fuck that. I'm not sure he I'm would be him for more the bookers, but uh, as um, as I always remember, Bully Ray saying on Twitter, 
um, when Roman Reigns faced Elias, Roman Reigns went over, but Elias got over. Hmm. Same way last week with Buddy Murphy. Yeah. And it got further over this week, I think. Um, I just he love... getting positive crowd. The crowd were cheering for him. They the were chanting, let's go, name. Buddy. <laughs> like, which sounds terrible, let's face it. <laughs> let's go, Buddy. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like really condescending. Cold, <laughs> yeah. Hey there, Buddy. Well, let's could, go, Let's buddy. go, Buddy. Let's roll over on your belly. <laughs> Get him over on his belly. <laughs> Tickle his belly. Tickle your little buddy. No, let's not do that. You nerd. Yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, this was a this was a really great match. Buddy Murphy picked up the victory, but the theme running throughout SmackDown was this whole Roman Reigns situation. I like the story that they're telling. I just hate the way they're telling it. Why do they have to keep showing us the video? The video yeah, package that, that's been pissing me off since the second week. And it's like, why don't they understand because that that's what cutting, pisses people off? They're not cutting out anything from the video either. They're just making it longer and longer yeah. every single week. I don't need to see... Um, Nothing's Caleb, happened. I don't need to see Kayla Braxton going, oh, and I'm about to have an interview. Yeah. Here he is. <laughs> Here he is just walking down the hallway. Hey, Roman, nice to see you. Oh, wait, Roman! Yeah. Get the thing off him. Oh, no, I just... I don't need to see five minutes of that, and then next week it's going to be seven minutes. Yeah. And, oh, I, don't, I don't... Not that anything's that. happened, really, of note, but... Daniel Bryan and Rowan... Uh, Eric Rowan now, apparently. He said that many times this week. Well, Daniel Bryan said that. Everybody did. Did they? Yep. Everyone called him Eric Rowan. Um, the the revelation of the mystery assailant. Just a bunch of bullshit, right? Oh, yeah. Gary, Gary from accounting isn't the guy who attacked Roman Reigns. Is he? I'll, I'll, is Gary in for a big push? Maybe. Could be. Do you know what really annoyed me about this bit? Why didn't Roman Reigns just like walk away at that point? He should have just gone, or, oh, fuck off. <laughs> why did Roman Reigns not say any actual words? Yeah. He just stood there and went, what? what? I mean, he was shocked it was Gary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we none of us called Gary, let's face it. Or did we? It can't be Gary, because we already had Gary Garbutt show up the other week. Oh. There can't be too many Garys knocking around. Oh, is it Darren? He didn't look like a Darren. No. He looked more like a Victor or something. Or, <laughs> Victor. <laughs> um, although we have got a Victor in the Ascension. Yeah. Apparently still employed. Apparently. Um, or independently contracted. Uh, the, one of the things that pissed me off about the storyline this week was David Otunga. Don't get me started on David Otunga. He's a dick. I've heard from my lawyer friend, because you know I'm a lawyer, you know. <laughs> Um, I've heard from my lawyer friend that Daniel Bryan's actually done extensive research and for, and, not, and uh, forensics. And why was the, why would Daniel Bryan be going around telling lawyers and stuff? He's conducting his own independent investigation. Why? why would any good lawyer tell another lawyer about stuff that's been investigated? Exactly. And if Daniel Bryan really wanted to do a proper investigation, David Otunga is apparently a real lawyer. Just couldn't get him to do <laughs> it. Is, yeah. Why did he need a lawyer? Why do you need a lawyer just to check out some footage? You need you need the fucking fashion police. What are you going to do? Need. You're going to hire a lawyer. Be like, hi, Mr. Lawyer. Can you tell me who attacked Why Roman Reigns? Why don't they get the fashion police? <laughs> they should do this, right? Van Dago's back. Hmm. They were on NXT this week. Yeah, I know. They wrestled on uh, TakeOver as well, on the dark, dark match, didn't they? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what NXT was this But week. bring them up. Ooh. This is perfect for them. Um, then, yeah, I think it makes, I think it turns this story into a bit more of a comedy, comedic thing. Which is not necessarily and what they're not called the Fashion Police anymore, anyway. They're called Breezango. Breezango. Well, that's fine. Get Breezango. 
Um, so yeah, David Otunga just ruined my entire life this week. As as much as I enjoy SmackDown for not having the green T-shirt cut there, David Otunga I, at points he has no tone to his voice. He's very monotone. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't have a voice which can cut through, mm. similar to Vic Joseph's, but even worse. Um, but there was a bit right right off the bat. They were announcing some matches for the night, and you could tell he was reading because he was like, um, because Tom Phillips was like, um, "Oh, we have a moment of bliss with Alexa Bliss and Charlotte and stuff." And then it cut to David Hunger, and he was like, "And how about this for a match? We have Elias and Kevin Owens." And how about this for a match? Yeah. Oh, wow. How about this for a match? Wow. Um, I know the answer to who you think was such a dick this week now. Who do you think? Bailey. Bailey. <laughs> Proper prick. What is her fucking problem? She's champion. She's got swagger now. There's swagger and there's dickness. Dickness. Brilliant. <laughs> Don't need to be a dick. Just because you're the champ, walking around like you own the fucking place. She does. She's the brand. Give me one valid reason why she is a baby face right now for um, insulting Charlotte. All right, Charlotte also made some remarks. Incendiaries, as Corey Graves would say. They love saying that lately, didn't they? Incendiary remarks. And you know what? I I didn't miss this week. Corey Graves saying otherworldly. (laughs) Yeah. Or um, I think he hasn't said egregious. (laughs) He hasn't said egregious for a long time. Um, But yeah, uh, she walks away. Then comes back and just shoves her when she's not like that is a proper dick. Like Sasha Banks last week gives Natty a hug to her face, is all nice and friendly, goes to walk away to feign to get a microphone, and then punches her from behind. Yeah, this was a sucker punch from Bailey. I didn't appreciate it. I hope Charlotte destroys her. Okay, Clash of Champions. Let me ask you this: Would you be saying the same if if uh, Charlotte was Vince McMahon and Bailey was Stone Cold Steve Austin? Charlotte was Vince McMahon and Bailey was. Would I be saying the same? That Stone Cold is a dick and he shouldn't have done it. I don't see Stone Cold pushing pushing someone off a chair. Maybe he literally pushed him out of a hospital bed. Push him yeah. out of a hospital bed. He beat him up. him with a fucking bedpan. Yeah. But when you think of the level of, like, the level of dickness that Vince <laughs> was to Stone Cold in comparison to what Charlotte's been to Bailey, yeah. Charlotte was just like, I'm really good. I'm the face of the brand because I'm really good. Um, I beat Trish Stratus. People were more interested in my match than Bailey's. Bailey went out and was like, I'm champion, so that means I'm better than you. I'm leaving now. Bye. Psych! <laughs> yeah, no, I see your point. But it doesn't make her a heel, does it? Let's face it. But it doesn't make her a baby face either for me. It just makes her a dick. Brilliant. I don't think you're ever going to be one round about Bailey now, are you? She's not a hugger. She's a tugger. Because people tug on dicks. Brilliant. She's a dick. Brilliant. Wow. Wow. That was shit. <laughs> She's a fugger. She's a fug. She's a fugger. She's just attacking people for no reason. <laughs> oh, fug life. The side ponytail looks shit. Emma she has her hair down looks shit anyway. You need to calm your tears. Just because Sasha Banks is back, she feels like she can strut around. I don't know. Sounding like Matt now. I think you're taking it a little bit too serious, to be fair. Yeah. What do you think of The Rock's new movie? What? I haven't seen a rock film in how many years. You should, they're quite good. Is this one out? They're not. He plays the same character in everything. Well, I think it's because it's part of a franchise, right? (laughs) (laughs) 
can't believe Daniel Radcliffe played Harry Potter six <laughs> different times. Jeez. I think it was seven. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it was. It was a two-part. Um, but he plays the same character. Yeah, he's a little bit typecast. Every single film he does. I mean, the two fairies. Yeah, really. I mean, it was the two fairies. He was the Scorpion King. That was a long time ago. Two very different characters. That's the way it made you feel old, didn't it? That was like 18 years ago that film came out. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, it wasn't in Riddick, no. <laughs> do you know what um, else I enjoyed from Smackdown this week? Uh, no. Nor do I, because there wasn't much. Oh. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I just thought it was a bit average, that's all. I enjoyed Randy Orton coming out and just being like talking really fast and not taking any shit and the crowd started booing he was like shut up yeah. I'm not finished <laughs> <laughs> well that was quite cool and then Kofi came out and thought the chair attack was a bit shit um, where was Biggie? yeah I was confused by that maybe you just you told him it was back making pancakes well maybe you just said I don't don't need you here because then it's a two on one attack this is a Bailey move <laughs> if us yeah. two baby faces come but why didn't he come out when Revival came out attacking from behind um Kofi managed to deal with it quite swiftly. Yeah, he did very uh, easily. Maybe he was on standby and then just thought, no, don't need me. And what else was there? There he was, was um, apparently still in, in um, Minnesota helping Xavier walk out of the building, according to the revival. Yes, and the revival versus heavy machinery was also something that happened. I mean, um, that was all right, I guess. That yeah, was fine. Right. Um, and was that it from an in ring point of view? From an in ring point yeah. of view. I feel like the King of the Ring matches took up a fair amount of time. Yeah. I can't remember what else there was. Oh, do you know what we haven't mentioned from Raw? Enlighten me. Rey Mysterio almost retiring. Ah, oh, the fuck off. Didn't yeah, like this. Fuck off, just retire, you dick. I've, um... I've never thought Rey Mysterio was particularly great on promos, but these last two weeks... I've Actually, yeah, that, really was pretty, good. that was a pretty good promo, to be fair. They've been really good. I don't mean fuck off in the way of I want him to retire. I mean, no, fuck off as this wasn't particularly enjoyable for me. I, don't think, I didn't necessarily think it was enjoyable at all, but I thought it was worth talking about. I already like, really disliked Dominic. Uh, <laughs> he's still fresh, isn't he? Um, well, is he a wrestler? Like, yeah, yeah, but he doesn't, he doesn't look like one. He hasn't got muscles. Neither does... Some of a joke. This you does. Can, that you can see. I'm sure you can. Neither does Kevin Owens. Yes, he does. Neither does, in wrestling terms, Drake Maverick. <laughs> no, well, that's a good point. But in real life terms, he's probably quite Joe. Nia Jax. Muscles. Not that you can see. <laughs> I don't want to see Nia Jax's muscles. Um... 24-7 championship that's what I was that's why I enjoyed on Smackdown that was the other thing on Smackdown yeah where it was suspended yeah where Elias he oh, caught the referee backstage and then caught Dre Maverick and then showed him the note and then shoved him in the thing well that was quite good surely the ref would have been aware of that though that the the thing was suspended for the night surely all well, refs not if he's been... just come from Shane's office with a note if all refs would have been surely all refs would have been briefed no. because they're not showing up an hour before the show they're there all day did anyone verify that was Shane McMahon's signature I think could have written it himself. Never know. But he signed it off the best in the world. Yeah. It's official. That's what you would do if you were trying to sign it off from Shane, wouldn't you? Mm. Smart. Smart. Um, I think that was it from a Smackdown point of view, wasn't it? I mean, we had the Sammy Shinsuke thing. Sammy Shinsuke, that was it, yeah. So the Miz held a Miz TV with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn basically came out and said, people need his help. So here's someone that needs my help, Shinsuke Nakamura. 
the current Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. So um, now he's going to be his spokesman. Apparently. Which probably means not much Sammy in the ring for the time being. Which is probably a good thing for yeah, him because he keeps fucking really. losing. Um, but you know, I'm interested. Shinsuke versus Sammy as my as um. Versus Sammy. Was it Tom Phillips? Oh, well, pointed out. Yeah, I think it was Tom Phillips. He said it was one of the best matches he's ever seen. Uh, Matt, you love that match, don't you? I do love that match. Hey, you fell asleep. You fell asleep. Yeah, I did, and it really pissed me off. <laughs> and I watched, watched it the next day. Yeah, it was great. Amazing. I watched, I watched it, it countless times since. I watched it next to a sleeping you. Not in a bed, on a sofa. Know. I can't believe... I think I fell asleep during Nakamura's entrance. Yeah. But I can't believe you didn't just fucking wake me up. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't really know what... It was going to be great. Yeah, but midway through, you should. Be, you would be like, oh, this match is really... Cause, you, you would hate that. Do you know you don't I, want to come halfway through a great match. Do you know when I woke up, when Sami Zayn was like saying his goodbyes? Yeah. <laughs> so I literally fell asleep right before and right after the match. <laughs> you fell asleep right after? But uh, you can't blame me for that. You fall asleep, you fall asleep, all right? It should be, you should do better. That's on you. I mean, at least you didn't fall asleep in the toilet <laughs> when we're watching WrestleMania. Yeah, that's true. I was really tired. <laughs> you were in a, you were in a private place. <laughs> you were in a private place where I couldn't have gone and woken you. That's if true. If you'd have fallen asleep on the table next to us, I would have been like, what the fuck, you'd wake up. <laughs> Have a drink. Yeah, but you're at home on the sofa. And you're, you know, you're comfy. You weren't in a public place. It was fine. You could have always watched it back, which you, you did. At the very least, you could have um, picked me up and put me into bed, <laughs> <laughs> and then I would just wake up in the next morning like you did when you were a kid. And think, how did I get here? <laughs> you used to do that when Raw was on on a Friday night. Yeah, where it came on at ten and. It, it finished at 12 and sometime about quarter to 11 Dad, you'd Dad fall asleep me up would wake me up <laughs> you'd fall asleep and Dad would get really pissed off that you were asleep downstairs I've never understood this why is it such an annoyance house. so he would pick you up like not even gently like just like yank you up <laughs> take you upstairs and put you into bed and then like as soon as he picked you up you'd be like I'm asleep <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's one time you even hit your head on the door frame but that was a different matter <laughs> funny enough I don't remember that one <laughs> uh, yeah that was that was one of my overriding memories of watching Raw on a Friday night it's just you falling asleep all the time every week <laughs> yeah I want to start watching Raw was on Thursday for a long time in my childhood was it it was Friday for me Monday. which I've never really understood yeah it was Friday because I used to go around Paul's house and get pissed and watch it um, who the fuck's Paul? What? Who the fuck's Paul? Paul's one of my oldest friends. Brilliant. Why, well, how old is he? <laughs> hey! Come on! If you saw him, you would be surprised how old he is. Because he looks like about a 90 year old. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he looks young. <laughs> oh dear. Um, speaking of old men, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> God, sorry, I've got nothing left. I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I think I'm left. I think I'm done. Um, well, I'm done. this was a funny hour episode. Yeah, I know. I mean, it has only been an hour and like 15. Been an hour and nearly 20. So I'm pretty much right. Anything else? Anything else we want to talk about? Anybody? No. Dust. Um, just um, excited to see what happens with the King of the Ring yep 
And I feel like it. Needless to say, is your anymore. prediction still in the King Buck of the Ring? King of the Ring. Yeah, my prediction still in. Okay. Has it even? Buck King of the Ring. <laughs> well, I can't have confirm. Bring on our then, then you'll have an idea. Well, I have an idea anyway. What I will say is the person who I predicted to win this week had a match. Oh, okay. Oh, no, that's not right. <laughs> so that rules out two, <laughs> what, four whole people. No, three no, people. Does it? Who does that rule? Mustafa Ali. She didn't pick him. And Gable and Benjamin. Gable and Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, well, we all know they ain't fucking winning it. So, <laughs> uh, but isn't isn't it weird that one of them is going to advance further than either Drew McIntyre or Ricochet? Yep, and Kevin Owens. Or Kevin Owens. Or Kevin Owens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Kevin Owens is shit. No, he's not. No, he's not. Seth Rollins, dual champion for the third time. Yeah. Has that ever been done? You need to look that up. Well, you I tweeted I, that. I tweeted it, and someone responded saying apparently Stone Cold did it. Probably. Um, I can only remember two. When I don't remember Seth Rollins no, first. He, by no, way. he was because when he when he held the, t- the tag titles with Sean, Sean was the champion, so that was one. Yep. He held the tag championships with Triple H. Yeah. But that's one for Stone Cold. I can't remember other times. Was he one when he maybe when he was IC champion? Maybe did he have one? I don't think so. so yeah, someone said Stone Cold had done it three times, but I can only think of one. Hmm, interesting. Lashley, was Lashley? Oh, Ashley. Ashley. Oh, um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't look at the... It wouldn't surprise me, actually. When I read it, I was... What like... did she have? Huh? Ashley. Oh, Ashley. Ashley, your mate. Ashley Clarence. Not Ashley Mazzaro. Not Ashley Mazzaro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it up. All right, P, Ashley. Um, oh, Jesus. Jesus. Yes. Right. That'll be us then. Yeah. <laughs> See that? No. You can follow Thanks us on the, on the Twitter. David Tunga would say, "How about this how about, for a podcast? How about that for an episode?" You follow us at the underscore BWP on Twitter. Um, yeah, Aiden's just started tweeting out some stuff. Finally, fucking hell. Jesus. Thought you get anything else to do. Um, work still boring, by the way. It's picking up a little, but it's still yeah, it's still pretty dull. Um, yeah so don't forget to do that and thank you very much for listening and I believe although lads I'm on holiday soon um, which I know is a surprise and I'll probably get loads of stick for it whatever I always do but I'm on holiday in the first week of September and I can't remember if that's next week or the week after next week after week after week after next so I'm on holiday then alright so you can either do one or not tell me to do one that's up to you 0121 do one or don't one of the two So, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.